This is Noche Galactica, we're Poeta Galactico, and today we have a special guest, Poeta South Central, straight from LA, the homie is here. How you doing, man? I'm good, I'm good. How are you, man? I'm doing amazing. It's a beautiful day. Hey, thank you for having me today, man. Hey, you know, you already know what it is. It's April 30th, Tuesday. The year's almost gone. Yeah, year's flying by, man, you know? Over here grinding, you know, doing our thing every single day. You know, edu- educating the kids, you know, trying to make the, the next generation make it happen for us. Make it happen. Uh, and once again, you already know, we're going to dive in into an amazing, amazing podcast today. It's going to be about 25 minutes and we're going to be running because it's a marathon. It's we got to keep it running. Yeah, keep it running. It's a marathon. Life's a marathon, right? There we go, right. man. So, Boita South Central, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you come from, what you do, what grinds, your gears, what's your motivation? Yeah, all right, man. Well, to just keep it real with you, man. Um, I'm not an Oakland native. Yeah. You know, I was born and raised in South Central LA. Um, you know, life's been quite a marathon, you know, this path to get to where I am right now, not to say that I'm successful as of now, but you know, it's, it's been a trip, you know, I grew up in South Central LA, you know, in, in the hood, like in, you know, right there on 36th Street and Maple, right there about MLK, hey. literally five minutes away from the Coliseum, right next to USC, and you know, a little bit about, you know, how I grew up, you know, is um, I grew up with four siblings in South Central, okay. with my mom. Uh, my pops, they came from Michoacan, Mexico. Hey, shout out to Michoacan one time. Sh- shout out, shout out. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I was first generation American, man. And, um, you know, in the hood, you know, I would say it's different from Oakland in many different ways. Because in South Central, man, one of the biggest issues is you got you got a different different issues that are happening at the same time, whether it's, you know, gang bang, political issues, um, you know, issues with the police, issues with, you know, Funding, you know, all these issues, you know, all this drama, all this baby mama drama, whatever it is, you know, all these issues are happening at the same time. But, you know, growing up, you know, I experienced some of the thing, same things that even Poeta has experienced, you know, whether it's, um, I'm not going to speak for him, but, um, you know, all different levels of poverty, you know, different levels of instability, being on that survival mode. Survival mode one time. Yeah, being on that survival mode, you know, it's, um, so growing up, man, it was, it was kind of a struggle, you know. Um, I had an older brother. His name is Rudolph. Right now, he's caught up in you know in the prison game. Mm. Been in prison for about eight years, you know. And one thing about myself is I largely avoided all that. Um, and I'm not I'm not really going to dive into my life, but you know, South Central, like I said, is different from Oakland in different ways. Um, the thing with South Central, where I grew up in, there was literally gangs in every other block, mm. right? So you grew up on 36th Street, you grew up on 41st Street, you grew up being part of that clique, part of that hood, you know? And honestly, that was one of the major struggles with the community, trying to get out the hood, because you're caught up in the game, you're selling dope, you know, you're getting, you know, drive-bys and shootings and just being caught up in the game. You know, it leads to a lot of issues and problems, you know? Got it. So for me, just growing up, honestly, I, I largely credit leaving the hood, not to say that I'm not showing any love to the hood mm-hmm. anymore, but leaving the hood to improve myself. I largely credit to my brother, man. Yeah, talk um, to us about that. Yeah, yeah, so my brother was caught up in, um, in some gang shit, you know. Mm-hmm. He was gang banging from 17, you know, this, this, this gang, local gang called 36th Street. And yeah, man, this gang, it, it just, 
encapsulates everyone, you know, it just brings everyone in. You're a young kid, you're, you're being groomed to be a gangbanger, right? So my brother did for me is he largely kept me away from all that drama. Okay. He told all his homies, say, hey, don't, don't talk to my brother. My brother's going to school. My brother's doing his academic thing, you know, yeah. playing football and doing my school thing. Out there, my brother's selling dope to feed the family. My brother out there selling dope, you know, to pay the rent. And, you know, growing up, shit, nobody's stupid, man. Everyone knew what everyone was doing to make money, yeah. you know. My mom's, you know, unfortunately, she got very sick, at, you know, when I was 17, 18. She couldn't work. My pops was out of the picture for a while. Mm-hmm. So we needed somebody to make some money, right? To make it grind. Make to it make it, it grind. You know, so my brother was out there selling dope, you know strapped you know and you know getting involved in all this crazy shit and um eventually man i was 17 and i got this opportunity to come to uc berkeley all right now now before we jump into b-town yeah yeah let me break it down real quick so just summarizing real quick and please feel free to jump in yeah yeah yeah. there is a a family that comes from michoacan right your moms your pops definitely came to california yeah yeah. and they established themselves here Mm -hmm. you were born in in la south central yeah then Growing up, you have kind of like your brother kind of like scoping the scenes, yeah. taking some ownership of like the family mm-hmm. and just grinding, being yeah, the yeah. lead. Yeah, yeah. And you on the side kind of just developing yourself, knowing how to network within the hood. Right. But you also had a, the prize was to like push it out of the hood. Right. And the question that I have for you about pushing it out of the hood is why push it out of the hood? Yeah, here's the thing I like to go, man. Like I grew up, man, looking at mom's struggle. Yep. Looking at my pop struggle, mm-hmm. looking at my brother's struggle, and all these different ways, and I saw the sacrifice they pushed, you know. And for me, it was do or die. Mm. It's either I join that type of lifestyle and I end up getting killed or caught up in the system, mm. Mm. or I try to grind and make it happen for me so that I can turn back and help out the community and help out the peoples that God, I love. That's the, the, the so, epic, epic uh, hero's journey right yeah, there. That's a hero's man. journey, man. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It hasn't been easy, man. By any means, you know, it hasn't been easy. Like I said, man, I want to give a shout out to our, our South Central native, you know, Nipsey Hussle, man. One thing that really, you know, I credit him talking about is always how life is a marathon, you mm. feel me? So all these, all these hustlers, you know, all these pimps and whatever it is, you know, in the hood, they, they, they see life as a sprint. Yeah. You feel me? They're trying to go from zero to 100 as fast as possible. When in, in reality, you know, if you're trying to make it to the top in the legal way and trying to help others in that path, mm-hmm. you know, you're helping others, and, you, and, and it's it's a marathon. It's a slow progression. It's a slow process, you know. So I got out the hood. I mean, I busted my ass mm-hmm. on those books in, at um, at Santee Educational Complex. It was Maybe. actually called it was actually called South Central High School Number One. South Central Number Uno. Number Uno. The thing is, they had to change the name of that high school because mm. it was gang affiliated. Oh damn! You feel me? So at that school, man, I grinded and I worked, man. Okay. Long nights, you know, on them books, you mm. know. And it was it was a crazy environment, man. Just like you know, watching all, all that fucking drugs in the house, all these guns in the house, fucking people drilling fucking you know bullets, you know, with a drill to make them hollow point rounds, homemade yeah. hollow points, whatever it is, man. I'm not gonna get into details for that, but, but it, it was it was it was a different environment. So for me to get out of the hood, it was an opportunity. It was like my golden ticket. But you know what? Even within that golden ticket. The grind did not stop. It doesn't stop, man. It doesn't stop. And let me stop you right there. So you were in the hood. You were thriving for more. You wanted to look back and come back to your fans and be like, I made it. I got you. Let me take care of you. Were there, was there a point where you felt judged by peers or other people were like, oh, you live in the hood. You must not be like equipped to like survive in the hood. Man, check this out, Christian. I'm, I'm, I, I think I've only told this story to a few people, honestly speaking. 
I came to UC Berkeley with literally a bag with one pair of Levi 501s. Still dressed kind of hood from South Central. Hey, keep it hood. Baggy jeans, man. Baggy jeans, you know, the Pro 5s or the Pro Clubs, hey. you know, the long tees, the Levi 501s, mm -hmm. you know, creased up with the chucks, whatever it was, you know. Ready, South Central. South Central style, you feel me, with the Raider hat? Man, I got to Cal, man. To answer your question, boy, the, man, I felt hella judged from day one. Not, not even from day one, man. I will call it the minute zero. Minute zero. I get it. I get. I get to um, to Berkeley. You know, I I get there via Bart because I didn't even get a ride up here. You know, mm -hmm. I came via via Greyhound. Hey, you feel me? On that fifteen dollar ticket. I got the fifteen dollar <laughs> ticket. Got here. Got to the Greyhound, and I get to Berkeley, man. And I'm hella confused and I'm hella lost because for the first time in my life, boy, the, I see just a sea of white folks. You know. Okay. And from that get go, I'm not saying I'm being. No disrespect to, to all the white folks out there. But Shout out to the white people. In the hood, you live in the hood in South Central. All you, all you grew up seeing is black and brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all you see and that's all you grew up to. So you feel comfortable around, you know, your people. Mm -hmm. I get to Berkeley, I don't feel that I'm with my people. So right off the bat, I feel intimidated because one, I don't feel as smart as these folks. Ooh. You know, okay. I feel like I didn't have the resources to get to where I, where I wanted to be. be. Um, but you know what? I got there and I had to think to myself, I had to reflect and think, you know, I got here for a reason. You feel me? Like, I worked my ass off, so yeah, they might have gotten that extra tutoring, though, that extra resource, whatever, whatever it was. That extra penny. That extra penny, because that was the case, man. Come on. <laughs> you got those private tutors, you know, for hey. X amount of hours. And whatever it is, man. But yeah, I mean, the challenges didn't stop, man. I got to, I got to Cal, and honestly speaking, I, I got to get to Cal and I thought I thought I made it, but nah, the grind didn't stop. The marathon was just beginning. It was the beginning, man. It was so, it was the beginning of the marathon. Man, this is deep, man. This is deep because I feel like it, it touches a lot of people who who kind of growing up. Yeah, people yeah. always pursued this like narrative of going to university. Yeah. When you are from the hood, it's like that is your token to make money. This is the token for you to like come back and help out your family, but. Within that journey, you realize so much about you, your narrative of your own self, yeah. your culture, people around you, and you start thinking, "Wow, I'm really like down there." Right, and it was it was a grind, Christian, because, um, you know, like I said, I got to Cal with twenty bucks in my pocket, a pair of Levi's, and a few T-shirts, man. Mm -hmm. So first of all, financially speaking, I was hella behind for my peers. Yeah, man. I remember my dorm. I had these two these two cats. I'm not going to mention the names of their own privacy. Yeah. But you know what? Their parents went to UC Berkeley, and their, their dads were doctors, you know, et cetera, et cetera. They used to ask me, boy, they used to be like, hey, Javi. That's my real name. They used to be like, hey, Javi, what do your parents do? Ooh. You know? And I used to feel super ashamed and super embarrassed to even mm. disclose what they did. You okay. feel me? I used to be like, oh, yeah. My mom works at this factory, and my pops, you know, he's over here hustling and gambling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I felt embarrassed to even talk about it. So I didn't want to talk about that, yep. right? All that past trauma, all that mm -hmm. PTSD. Man, that PTSD was real, Christian. Man, I remember going to Cal, walking in the streets of Cal. That's another challenge I had to face, right? So growing up in the hood, you develop this PTSD that you don't even know about. That survival mode. Instinct. That survival mode, right? You hear gunshots, you're instant, you dip. You know, you try to see where it's coming from, and you try to, you know, keep yourself safe. Yeah. So I'm in Berkeley, and I'm and I'm and I'm gonna get some food with some of my some of my housemates, you know, and they're all either Asian or white. And all of a sudden, this construction crew drops this crane and makes this big ass bang, like boom, boom. 
I am the only one that dips. I'm shaking. I'm just like, whoa. For the first time in my life, I realized I have PTSD. Damn. That is deep, man. So beyond the financial, beyond the academic feeling behind, I also had this trauma that I didn't even know I had Mm. until I got to Berkeley. So off the bat, I'm already disadvantaged. Mm. I know that. I feel it. My pocket feels it. So I'm thinking, what's next? And you know what? That was further motivation to keep on grinding. And I'm not saying it was easy, poeta. It's, man, shit was hard. It was shit four years. Hard, it was four years of grinding, man. Now, uh, let me ask you this question, yeah. man. So growing up in an environment that wasn't like suitable maybe for living, maybe you always kind of surviving and looking now for yourself, making sure you make it past the age of 21 or so. Yeah. Does that, now as an adult, yeah. Does that make you feel like, damn, I did have an advantage living in that community because it gave me this? Or do you still feel like, nah, it was the same? Nah, my, my mindset has changed, man. Mm. I think growing up and now growing up to be an educator, I realized that living in the hood is, yeah, it's dangerous. Yeah, it provides less opportunities at times, but it molds you to be a better person, in my opinion. Mm. One of the biggest takeaways that I see from growing up in the hood is the ability to be able to code switch. Hey. I think even with this conversation, you could hear kind of my hoods I come out, but even then, as a professional, I could be, you know, giving a speech, you know, talking yep. about proper type of thing, right? Man, diving into code switching, man. man. Because people are sleeping on that. Man, Talk to us. Let's not sleep on that code switching game, man. At the end of the days, you have to know who you got to cater for. Hey. Who's your audience? How do you speak? How do you present yourself? You know, at the end of the day, it's not, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not taken away from who you are. Ultimately, you know, you're code switching and you're making it happen. You know, it's like you're working the avenues, you're working your networks and you have to know what voice to use, what language to use. And at the end of the day, it's like another, another tool for your toolbox. That's what it is. Man. Ultimately, you know, there's folks out there that could only speak one language. Yeah. That'd be English. But you know what? If you speak English, but you can speak hood English too, yeah. hey, you have an advantage over the other person. Mm-hmm. And then top it off, you can speak Spanish or, you know, some different languages, mm-hmm. man, a further advantage. But to go back to your initial question, um, Poeta, code switching, man, I think it's one of the most important things that our kids can learn nowadays. Even mm-hmm. even older folk, you know, yep. how to even control that code switching and how to develop that other level that you don't have. So if you're trying to develop, you know, your proper English, your academic English, you work on that. But know that that code switching, that hood language or that, they call it the vernacular English, it's still there. And you could use it in your back pocket and it's going to serve you very well because you never know who you're going to meet, you know, whether it's a professional that's going to try to offer you an opportunity or whether it's someone in the hood that's trying to, you know, mentor you or give you, you know, some some good sense, you give know, you some guidance, some, some coaching. Yeah. But I agree with you. Code switching is super valuable. And people who don't have that code switching look for people who have that code switching to take advantage of that. So please be in the lookout. We are always dropping dimes and tokens of power. So making sure you are not play or be play, make sure you just play the game. Yeah, you got, you got to play that game, man. At the end of days, it's a life's a game. You know, you either you either played, you may you may fall down, and you may lose. I mean, it's very cliche, right? You fall back, yeah, you yeah. get back up, type of thing. But you know, going back to that Nipsey talk, man, life's a marathon. Hey. It's like you have to acknowledge that there's going to be times where you're going to be running a little slower. You know, you're going to be kind of plateauing. But then opportunity is going to come about. Yep. And know that ultimately there is that goal at the end. 
Whether you know it or not, everyone has a goal, but it shouldn't be the case where you want to get that goal, you want to get those 25-inch rims or whatever the case is, because that's all glorified BS, you know? Mm -hmm. Ultimately, you make it happen for you, you build your network, you build your capacity, and you build that capital the right way, the smart way. The smart way, man. And yeah, just touching on that marathon, that running, everybody runs at different uh, at a different pace. Yeah. Um, I also feel like sometimes life is like taking a trip on a plane. Yeah. Well, you have a layover, mm -hmm. and sometimes you take too long on a layover, and you miss the plane, and you gotta scramble and find a different plane to get on to continue to get to that destination. Right. And right. sometimes a lot of us get caught up on this like getting lost. But you always got to find your true self and kind of find that love right. to continue to, to thrive in life. Yeah, and let's go back to that conversation about love. It's that self-love, you mm -hmm. know. First and foremost, and it's something that I've been improving on myself, is first of all, you have to acknowledge and you have to recognize your deficiencies. You feel me? You have to know where you're lacking, but you have to be able to address and say, hey, I want to improve upon that. Have that growth mindset and be like, hey, I know I'm not good at this or I know I need to focus on this. And you grow. One of the biggest things, Chris, um, Christian Poeta, I want to say this, man, and I think it's real. You know, for people in the hood out there struggling, wherever you are, man, you could be out there in Ukraine, you know, a different level of poverty, whatever it is. Or you can be in East Oakland. Or it could be in East Oakland right here, you know. Listen to us. Listening to us live, whatever Noche it is. Galactica. La Noche Galactica. Here we get it down, you know, we're dropping some dimes, dropping some knowledge, dropping some nuggets of gold. <laughs> there we know? go. Drop nuggets, chicken nuggets, and mac nuggets, man. There we go. We drop, we drop it, it all. But at the end of the day, so you have to acknowledge, you know, it's like, if you have certain levels of trauma and certain levels of PTSD, whatever it is, you yep. have to address it. Mm -hmm. You can't let it fester and boil up inside you to the Ooh. point that you blow up. Because it's going to eat you up. And honestly, boy, I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to be here and say that I'm, I figured it out. Yep. Because I'm still seeking for support and help. Mm -hmm. Like we all are. Yeah. You know, and you have to be vulnerable for that. Super vulnerable. You have to be able to ask for help because, you know, if you're going to hold that pride and hold that ego and say, I could do it myself no matter what, you got to check yourself, man. Nobody got to the top by saying they're going to do it by themselves. Every big name out there got some level of support. Mm -hmm. The Mark Zuckerbergs or, you know, whatever it is, you know, they all got some support, whether it was a peer, whether it was a talking friend, whatever it was, you got to talk. And it's a marathon. It's not going to be overnight. So if you're out there grinding, going to college, working nine to five and still pushing, you know, you're crying because you're tired. You got to make rent. You got to make ends meet. You just got to know at the end of that tunnel, it's all going to be better. It's still going to pay off because every single day you sit on that couch, every single day you just don't do shit. You're not moving yourself forward. You read a book. You go to that class. You're improving yourself ever so slowly. But ultimately, you're improving and you're on that marathon. Hey, improving is better than just being static at one place. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. You're moving. You're moving at your own pace. Yeah. You're moving at a pace that is, that is helping you, but you're moving. And I want to just say something about that because I don't, I don't want to be the, the, the case where you compare yourself to others because mm -hmm. that's a real reality in the hood. Yep. Us with us Latino and African-American folk, we always compare us to others. Oh, did you see homeboy? He got the new ride. He got the new car. Now I need my new ride, you know? This, I, I firmly believe that we just got to stop comparing ourselves mm -hmm. to others and focus on us. Just you. You know, reflect on that mirror and say, what are your goals? You know, what are your values? Mm. What do you hold truth to yourself? Not to others, but to, to yourself. You. And I think ultimately that's going to help you out along your path on this marathon because, you know, it's, it's I'm not going to say it's easy, 
Because, you know, even us people, or, or not about us people, I'm just saying the people in general that think they made it, nah, there's still room for growth. And there's always room for growth. And until the day you die, you're going to learn how you're just going to, you just going to keep on growing. And yeah, that marathon might be a little slower, but hey, you're on that path. You're on that path, man. <clears throat> and one of the things that really resonated with me, Poeta, South Central, is that in life, we always feel like we got to run. We got to run and make it somewhere really quick. You got to take your time and really invest in things that are going to make you feel better. You know, yeah. feel love. Yeah. Feel like you're understanding people from different perspectives right, and different right. views and lenses. Yeah. And at that point, you reach this level of happiness that is like fulfilling. Yeah. And yeah. that's hard to achieve because there's a lot of things, a lot of bullshit and people you got to drop and people just got to keep it moving because they're not trying to get on this boat with you. Yeah. And that's fine. Uh-huh. And that's deep, man. I think I think one one of my philosophies, and it might be controversial, but I always thought about keeping your circle tight. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you talked about dead weight. Yep. There's going to pe- be people in your life. You know, they're going to hold you back. There's going to be people in your life. They're going to try to you know to suck you dry. Straight you know, up. you got to just be aware of who those people are. Yeah, they might be associates, but you know, keep them at a distance. Mm-hmm. Keep those people that are going to you know. Bring you to the top, and one of my biggest things, and UC Berkeley helped me a lot with that. You know, shout out to UC Berkeley. Shout out to UC Berkeley in the building. Shout out to them. But you know what? Hang out around people that are smarter than you. Mm. Be around people that have more knowledge than you. Mm. It's not jealousy; it's envy. You want what they have, and that's a good thing. I firmly believe that jealousy is a different thing. Jealousy is just hating on what they have. Mm. Envy is wanting what they have. And you work on that because if you hang around these folks that are dropping knowledge or dropping these ideas, eventually that's going to rub on to you. Yeah. And you know, it takes time, you know, the way you speak. If you hang around folks that speak a certain way, it's going to rub on to you. Think about the way we grew up during this hood language, right? Mm -hmm. In East Oakland or South Central, right? You you speak a certain way because that's that's the environment you grew up in, right? That does not mean your life should be static and it should always be that way. You could use those assets, you build on that, and you keep your circle tight and hang around people that could teach you some stuff. That's fire, man. I, I, I agree with Jet 100%. And, and I feel like if you have a, a circle that is tight, that circle needs to keep accountability for you to continue to grow. Right, you know, right, right. I know you for about four years now, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I feel like we've been accountable to like growing. Yeah. And when we make the wrong decisions, when we make like a decision that is kind of out there, we always come back to like, I told you so. Yeah. You know? It's and, a- and, and, and it's that's friendship, and that's also, hey, I need you to grow right. with me. You know, and I appreciate that about you. Yeah. I can talk about relationships and past and, and friendships that do that, but they don't do that to that stand up like right. we meet, we talk, bam, it's straight to business. Right, straight to business and straight to growth because I think ultimately you want to have people in your life that are going to motivate you and push you. You don't want people that are going to just be undercover hating on you. That's real. People are going to do that left and right. Haters are going to be haters. They're going to be out there. Straight up. Choose a way to improve yourself, you know. And also, you know, for a lot of people listening out there, this message doesn't go out to just the young folk, you know. If you're out here, you're 35 or 40, and whatever the case may be, however old you are. Whatever the age, man. You can be 16 listening be, to Noche Galactica. It could be whatever age, you know. And this message goes out to everybody, you know. It's like there's always room for growth. Always. Just because you didn't go to college and you were 28, 29, 30 years old, mm. hey, it's never too late. Like I said, life's a marathon going back to Nipsey Hustles, you know. It's a marathon. So yeah, don't compare yourself to others. 
You're on your own path. You're on your own race. Hey. You know, this is your race. It's not their race. It's you. you know, it's your race. You, 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 you take it at your pace. Eventually, you're going to make it. But don't compare yourself to others. You know what? You have to keep it real with yourself. Improve yourself first. Before you're able to say, hey, I want to help you. No, no, help yourself. Help you. Help you. Because this is not Fast and the Furious. You're not Toronto. I'm not Paul Walker. We ain't running here. We're trying to make our own pace, our yeah. own path, and create this journey. Because sometimes you got to throw some elbows and create that space to run. Right, And right, to right. run that marathon. Yeah. All right, man. Let me break this down. South Central. Any shout-outs you want to give out to peeps out there? You know, I want to just give a shout-out to, you know, the people in the struggle. You know, hey. I want to give a shout-out to my brother out there in prison making it happen. You know, by making it happen, I mean, I think he's really reforming himself. Mm-hmm. I think he's trying to change his ways. Whether you have a loved one caught up in the, you know, in the prison system, you know, let's support them as best as possible. Let's, re- you know, let's, let's identify what issues you know the system has and let's try to work it and let's try to make it better for everybody out there and you know shout out to my to my girl stephanie hey. you know she's working really hard just launched her website tira imano hey. working with artisans in uh, mexico and oaxaca and there chiapas we there we go and, you know she's trying to uplift people in those communities too you check up. it out it's terramano.com it's just a quick shout hey. out but um, maybe, maybe she can be in Notre galactica yeah, one night talk yeah. about her product and how she's making changes in the world right right it's it's it's, it's countering just a quick update for that yeah. it's, it's countering fast fashion mm, you feel okay. me so it's really trying to build a community of women artisans uh-huh. In, uh, in Oaxaca and Chiapas and hopefully expands from there to provide opportunities for them to try to uplift their situations too. That's what it's about. And it's about elevating the people. Right. You know? And the thing is, we're all together, man. At the end of the day is, I hope these hood communities and I, man, I say hood communities and I hope you guys don't see it the wrong way. I have so much love for the hood. Mm-hmm. So much love. But we got, we got a lot to work on. Yep. And as long as we all see it they're working together, you know, let's make it happen. Let's grow. And so shout out to East Oakland, shout out to South Central, you know, and shout out to everyone in the struggle out there, wherever you're at, you're international, you know, you're down south, you're up north, you're the east and the west, you know, let's all make it happen. Let's, you know, we all open this marathon together, but your own individual race. There we go, man. Yeah, I agree with you, man. Life is hard. The struggle, the struggle is a beauty and we have to embrace that and acknowledge that we come with trauma, but we have to name it. Put it out in the universe and know that we're going to carry that in our backpack. Right. And seek that support. Seek it, man. Seek, seek that it. support. And don't be ashamed because I know with the Latinos and African communities, we all veer away from seeking mm. support. Seek that support because you best believe those white folk or those Asian folk or the people with money in general, no offense to anybody, they're out there seeking support. So let's make that happen for us. Let's improve us to improve the world. Improve the world, man. comes down to that because you want to be a human who gives out positive vibes like today Noche Galactica with Poeta South Central Poeta Galactico any last words man before we close it out um, any last words and I want to just appreciate you Poeta Galactico I mean just for bringing me on here man um, hopefully we get back on in the future sure. mm-hmm. um, we whipped this up last minute to be honest with y'all and um, I really appreciate you know the opportunity man because yeah. you know you're making it happy. You're making big things. I'm not sure how humble you are in terms of how you speak about yourself or how much you boast about yourself. But boy, Galactico, man, you're doing big things, and I appreciate you. You know, bringing people from the community to talk about their experiences 
And um, you know, you're 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 a role model for the community, man. And I think you should really embrace that and really keep pushing your message, man. Appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. Boy at the South Central, nothing but love. It's real energy, real vibes. Woo-hoo. And this is Poeta Galactico. It was amazing. Yeah. Hey, next time. Next time. We out. We out.